Michael Litton, the last DJ host of Ride the Vibe, broadcasting from the wicked awesome DRS ATL studio right here in Roswell, Georgia, the eighth largest city in the state. And the proprietor, the super cool running Wahid Gomes, also running the sound for us. And I'm just super stoked to have Georgia native Troy Underwood in the studio, a.k.a. the Appalachian Monk. Troy is a soul man with a voice that would be the envy of any in Nashville and a groove as bone deep as any blue-eyed soulster. Underwood defies categorization. Troy, welcome to the studio. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate you coming all the way down from Chattanooga. Thank you, glad to be here. Which is where you're living now. And uh, we are celebrating today Tom Petty's birthday. The late, great Tom Petty and... When, I, when we were talking about uh, possible times and dates for the show, that resonated with me, and it's, it seemed to resonate with you. Talk just a little bit about that. His Certainly. Uh, he, he influenced me a lot uh, growing up, listening to his music. And yeah. uh, you're surrounded by, around a lot of techno music. Him and Melon Camp and Bruce Springsteen's were my, always my favorites to listen to anyway. I love it. As you're growing up in Ringgold, Georgia? Ringgold, Georgia, yes, sir. Man, oh, man. Well, for your fans that are grown by uh, legions as you've gotten out and about and are continuing to get out, the way we roll ride the vibe is we encourage the listeners to sit back in the comfort of an environment of their choosing. On a day like today, it's like 72, even, on, even if you're out on a raft on the, on the hooch or wherever, and get a beverage of your choice. And in the studio, we are featuring a cool sponsor of ours uh, out of Ann Arbor, Michigan, Drink mate, and these cats carbonate anything. Their, their, their tagline is the carbonate anything drink maker. So we've just got some uh, carbonated water in the uh, studio, but they'll carbonate wine, they'll carbonate just about anything. So cheers to my friends at Drink Mate, uh, Doug and Kevin. So the listeners, we want them to get a beverage of their choice and then sit back because we're going to play your music. We're going to play seven of your songs. That you've chosen, and we're not playing them in their entirety, though, because we want folks to go out and buy that music and go out and hear you live and both, right? And uh, gigging's been hard lately in this environment, so they got some money. They got some coin jingling in their pocket. They can be listening to this podcast, time stacking, and going and uh, getting online, and where uh, is the best place for them to go, Troy? Well, you can iTunes, Amazon, Spotify. Yeah. YouTube, yep. you can check out my music there. Perfect. I love it. Well, I got to ask the the uh, obvious question, Appalachian Monk. Talk about... Talk Appalachian about, Monk. Yeah, talk um, about that. See, I didn't even say it right, but I'm the last DJ. I can right, put right. your stuff it's up. It's a Southern way. It's Appalachian. Yeah, uh, Appalachian. <laughs> like going to Appalachia. Yeah, I love it. 
I've got that name from uh, just trying to uh, come across some mountainish enlightenment yeah. mix there and name. Yeah. Uh, fan of different writings of different people. Yeah. And uh, Petty being one, a Southern boy out of, yeah. out of Gainesville. Yeah. yeah. Just a Southern kind of a Southern Gothic name. Yeah. Uh, why I chose the name. I love it. So you chose it, not. Uh, yes. I uh, see so your moniker. I love it. Well, seems fitting. Yeah. <laughs> so people, when they get out to see you live, they maybe uh, they'll identify yeah, with that. I hope so. And talk about growing up in Ringgold, Georgia, Troy. I mean, that is a small, small little town. Small <laughs> little town. Yeah, a lot of folks get married there. Oh, they uh, do? Yeah. Uh, actually, Dolly, Dolly Parton got married there. No way. George Jones married Tammy Wynette there. Really? Yeah. What's the... You didn't have to have a blood test or something like that, I think. So that was uh, look at that a little bit of trivia. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and where at Ringgold? I mean, I, I think I've probably driven through it, but place it in the state. It's like five ten minutes from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Okay, a lot of people are familiar with the tornadoes that swept through a few years ago. Okay, yeah, but um, so right across the border, just mm -hmm. and so now you're in Chattanooga, though you made the move. Yes, to Chattanooga. Well, I'm still actually still in Ringgold. Oh, you are. Yeah, okay, yeah. so about that area. Yeah, just the general area. I love it. Well, I think uh, we got to key up or tee up, cue up, <laughs> Big Bottom Girls. And this is off your uh, self-produced album, yes. Drive. And uh, if we could, Wahi, let's uh, cue a Big Bottom Girls up. Lord have mercy. off his self-produced album, Drive. Troy, when did you write that song? Uh, it's few, quite a few years ago. Uh, I was writing a song a day. Wow. And posted on YouTube. Yeah. And someone sent me a line saying, uh, that girl looks like she's 10 pounds of sugar in a five-pound five bag. 
I thought, man, I want to use that line. I never did use the line, line but it, yeah. it, it's, it's sparked an uh, awesome song. <laughs> it's a great song. I'm just wondering in this woke world we're in, <laughs> do you have to phrase it differently now to be politically correct? Or <laughs> I have had uh, women walk out. But it's actually a, a praise to. Yeah, it really uh, is. Yeah, those. But you have had some gals that yeah, took offense they, at it. Yeah, they thought it was uh, sexist or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so, <laughs> I can only imagine. But it's one of my most requested songs I, with, I, with my band. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's why we had to lead with that. We'll talk about so that you did a, a self-produced. What's that? I mean, that we talk about what that means and for I had, those that may I had not a recording be. studio okay. and uh, just. Uh, had a vision of this first album yeah. that I did and called uh, Drive. Right. Yep. I, I played most of the instruments except for the uh, violin and the saxophone. Wow. I played all the other instruments on there. Oh my gosh. And you, your formative years, as I was reading the bio, goes all the way back to you were like four years old and you're you're doing um, drums right. and then you got keyboards you pick up at thirteen <laughs> guitar. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did, you know, I, I like to ask all all the. Uh, folks that come in and are gracious enough to join me in the studio. Is it like you came out of the womb, you know, mm. kind of a musician or how? Yeah. All my, on my father's side, all those are, uh, my family members are either in the ministry or in the, in the music. So. And the ministry and music, kind of the crossover with the church yeah. singing and did you, was that part oh, of yeah, your that experience? That was my upbringing. Yeah. yeah. Piano, drums, bass, guitar. In, in the church, church yes. based. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then you're, so you're, you were encouraged by your folks or just, that was just part of? That was just part of me. Yeah. Yeah. I was probably encouraged to not do it as much. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, was that? They go, oh, yeah. yeah I didn't you, want to go outside. I stayed inside. We had so many instruments. I just went from one to the other. I'll be darned. And they wanted you to get out. Yeah. Go more. play sports. <laughs> <laughs> or as Petty said, you ain't going to make a living as a guitarist. Right, I, yeah, never see a, I never see a guitarist <laughs> make any living. I'm not sure what song the lyrics right. come from, but great lyrics. So you've, uh, and then you, you took a detour, I guess, a little bit, you know, into a day job, into the... Right, right. <laughs> Did the grown-up thing, went to work at like uh, 16 and... Wow. Uh, worked in a yarn mill for 18 years. Oh, and, my Lord, have mercy. Still uh, still with the passion for music, though, yeah, or did that... Yeah, still did. Went to yeah. Nashville uh, frequently to pitch the artists and yeah. publishers and such. Yeah. Wow. I'll be darn this. Staying busy. Yeah, that's good. And then now you've get, been given the opportunity or, or taken the opportunity to just dive into this full, yes, full head of steam. Yeah. Is just, it kind of scary? <laughs> well, pretty much the first few uh, year, the first year was terrifying, you know, yeah. because you're trying to establish yourself and make money and yeah, <laughs> yeah, Raymond noodles and. <laughs> Full of peanut butter. Yeah. Well, and and there, uh, there's a, a, a somewhere I, I read that you were traveling about in a 2007 Chrysler Town uh, Country Touring Edition, and actually, were you living? In it yes, 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 <laughs> living it full time. Oh my Lord, have mercy! Yeah. Serious, I mean, literally, seriously, yeah, going from gig to gig in this mm-hmm. town, a Chrysler Town Country, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> going to Cali- uh, to Kentucky and back and. Oh, Oh my gosh. What's the uh, furthest you took? Did you get out to Cali? Uh, nope. To Ohio and yeah. probably uh, just Tennessee. Wow. The other way. I'll be darn. <laughs> now you've uh, you've um, partnered, or not partnered, right? Well, I don't know what the right, right, right word would be. You've teamed up. Partnered up, teamed up. Last DJ mumbling around here. But uh, with uh, the one and only 
and I, you know, the whole six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon thing. Right. I say of this amazing uh, individual that it's probably two degrees of separation, maybe one even, from knowing every musician on the planet. The amazing Lucy Pillar with A-R-A-N-R uh, Entertainment, All Right Now Entertainment. Uh, you know, uh, shout out to Bad Company, one of her favorite bands. How'd you guys meet? And Lucy is in the studio. She's not mic'd because right. uh, she's, she's shy, but how'd you all meet? Well, through David Brown, a friend of mine, he posted, uh, shared a video with her, I believe. Yeah. I'm correct. Yeah. And uh, she contacted me through that. Wow. And how long ago was that? Two, three weeks ago. Man, yeah. oh man. So recent. Very recent. I love it. Well, you will, you will know every musician on the planet here in the next, uh, I don't know, week. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Maybe not quite a week. Lucy's shaking. For those, <laughs> those listeners, Lucy's shaking her head going, no, I, I, it'll be more like three weeks. <laughs> well, we're going to take a short break to uh, support a sponsor that is near and dear to my heart, and that would be DRS Atlanta, because DRS Atlanta is gracious enough, why he comes, gracious enough to uh, allow the last DJ to uh, broadcast this show from the cool, cool studio here. So we're going to be right back, you all, and we're going to play some more music from Troy Underwood, the AKA Appalachian Monk. Did I get that right, Troy? Yes, sir. <laughs> we'll be right back. DRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services, such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service, their work is fast and efficient, and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com. Or call them at 404-590-0779. Again, that's 404-590-0779. DRS, when the right sound matters. You are back on Ride the Vibe with Michael Lynn. We're having a great conversation with Troy Underwood. We just played Big Bottom Girls. And I just have to, uh, you, you heard a, a bunch of what DRS ATL does, but I also have to uh, let you all know that they just did a first of kind and they did some work for the Foundation for Premature Infants, which is near and dear to my heart. I founded that back in uh, 2012. And it's all about uh, doing clinical edu education for these brilliant clinicians who take care of these little premature infants, those without a voice. And DRS uh, produced an educational webinar uh, done by Lisa Bader. And Lisa Bader is a brilliant occupational therapist. She's been working in the neonatal intensive care unit space in Omaha, Nebraska for her entire career, 25 years. And she recognized during the course of her work that these little people, because their craniums were not, are not formed when they come out at early gestational ages, that they were developing misshapen heads, which has all sorts of ramifications long-term. The stigma, obviously, you know, people call them toaster heads and flounder heads and real derogatory stuff. Glasses don't fit, and it just cascades. And Lisa developed a product, the ShapeRight system, that can prevent, totally prevent misshapen heads for these little premature infants. And Waheed and his team here at DRS Atlanta put together an educational video that is now out in the public domain. So it's available worldwide for any clinician to access at no charge. 
Uh, and there is no reason that a premature infant should have a misshapen head. So uh, go, if you're in that space, go out and check out Lisa Bader's educational video done by DRS ATL. I couldn't be more proud of that. That's the mission of the foundation um, to educate clinicians. So Troy, how about if we queue up uh, Broken Down? Oh, I love it. And this is also off your drive, your self-produced yes. drive album. Yeah. So let's, if we could, Waheed, queue up Broken Down. soul man with a voice that would be the envy of any in Nashville. And I just picked up Troy, we were just talking about on, uh, on during the song, the, uh, the car, <laughs> not, st- not starting. So is that personal? Is that, uh, or, or starting one of that? I'm not sure, but right. talk about uh, writing that song and the well, genesis of that. When I come up with drive CD, I wanted to, uh, I created the album so I could <laughs> make enough money to get a car actually. <laughs> So, to and, get that town uh, yeah. Chrysler town car, mm-hmm. town and, and country, and yeah. to also to have songs that were long enough to listen to while you're driving. You know, it was uh, a driving CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Hence the title "Drive," yeah. and you're in your 2007 Chrysler town and country right. uh, touring edition, yeah. living in it mm-hmm. <laughs> and creating this music. So then, was that that car starting up? Or? No, that was just a sound. <laughs> sound. Here, yeah. <laughs> so talk about. You know, the industry, I like to ask this question, all, all the musicians that come on the vibe, just because it's fascinating to me. The industry's changed so much. And what are your thoughts now about, you know, releasing singles versus albums? You know, I mean, the concept of an album versus just a single, a one-off. 
Talk about that. I think it's changing. You know, you used to, it was all about the album. Right. And then you pick your singles from there. Yeah. And uh, now it's about the single and what yeah. you do with the single uh, video or how promotion you that's uh, tied with it. Right. A lot of folks are just recording EPs. And, yeah. And, uh, and even the, uh, went from albums to cassettes to CDs, now back to cassettes and albums and, yeah. and flash drives, you know. Yeah, right. So... And everything on digital. Mm-hmm. So as a writer, singer, songwriter, and writer, are you mindful of that? Are you are you writing to that end? Or is it does it not affect your creative process? Oh, it does. It uh, uh both ways. You know, if I yeah. have an album, like I'm writing songs for this album I have in mind now. And yeah. so I, I'm pretty much like sticking to a theme. Yeah. And write for for the album. So a concept. So you are gonna be more old school and stay or are you going to do both? Embrace the genius of yes. the and and go, okay, I can release a single. Yes, yes, yes. And then I can also do an album. And maybe the single will be on the album, but maybe it won't. Right, right. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, just, I love uh, that. just depends. Just keep working and keep writing. You yeah. know. So talk about uh, your writing process. Are you, um, I mean, you have a, a, a set place where you do it? Are you like, uh, you know, Julian Cameron in her, in her uh, <laughs> book, The Artist's Way? You know, talks about morning pages, More, you know, every absolutely. morning working up and uh, waking up and doing 15 minutes, free flow, no, you know, no spell check, da, 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 just write. Yeah, that was an awesome book, by the way. Yeah. I, I started, that, that helped me uh, write in you know, the songs that I. That book did. The, yeah. The, 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 her morning pages. Yes. So uh, for those of you that don't know it. Would strongly recommend, and I read it and gave it to my entire sales force uh, when I was in that space. But it's The Artist's Way by Julian Cameron, who was uh, married to uh, Martin Scorsese, I believe. It was, oh, really? Uh, I didn't yeah, know that. I believe so. Well, the one, the, someone that was involved in the book, Mark Bryant or Mark O'Brien or something yeah. like that, he's the one I saw years ago at a songwriter symposium in, at the Belmont Theater in Nashville. Yeah. Spoke of that. And... But you can tell those songs, how uh, that book, how it inspired my writing because the songs that I started the morning, all of them start with me waking up. Oh, I love that. <laughs> or, or, a, or a dream or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So you took it to heart and it was effective. Yeah, and you still effective. maintain that kind of discipline to this day or is it? Pretty much, yeah. pretty much. For two years, I wrote a song a day, like a verse, chorus. Uh, so that got the machine, yeah. the muscle working. Yeah. So from eight to midnight, I could write a song, you know, just because I just did it so often. Yeah. You had that muscle memory. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like great words of wisdom for aspiring uh, musicians and singer-songwriters. You, you ha- the, and I love that phrase you t- talked about, muscle memory. Yes. You have to have that muscle yeah. memory. You can't yep. you just sit back and wait for that, you know, divine intervention that's going to be the billion-dollar uh, single. You got to right. just put it out there. A lot of writers do. They wait for that muse to hit them at once, yeah. and they write and... I think you just keep doing it, yeah. you know. And then and then the, it'll, the it'll songs come. will come from it. Right. Wow, I love it. Well, let's, if we could, uh, Waheed, let's tee up Dance in the Kitchen. Now, this is off both Drive and Family Album. Yes. And both were self-produced, yes. as I understand it. So Dance in the Kitchen. I like that. I like to dance in the kitchen.
lot on your plate With the house and the children You've had a lot to deal with Well, you do That's Troy Underwood's Dance in the Kitchen off of two different albums, Drive and Family Album, both self-produced by Troy. And uh, Troy, is that uh, you, did you play all the instruments on that as well? I did, except for the violin. Oh, and who was the who is the violin? Or Mark what? the Fiddler is his uh, stage name, but Mark Griffin. I'll be darned. Out of uh, North Georgia, Chattanooga, Chattanooga, Tennessee area. Interesting. And as that song was playing, that great song, Dance in the Kitchen, uh, you were talking about the fact that that symposium you referenced earlier in the show was, and you used the word life-changing. Yes. And uh, talk a little bit about, I mean, again, flush out a little bit why that, why that it is. It was during that's significant. Uh, Ten Pan South up in Nashville, and we yeah. had a uh, full, uh, almost a full week of different speakers. And yeah. one of the uh, writers, creators, I guess, of the book, yeah. um, Artist Way, yeah. was, uh, was there speaking to us and very in- inspirational. Yeah. Talk about Finding your supporters, your, yeah. uh, your people that encourage you and, and to listen to them and not to listen to your, yeah. <laughs> do, your the, do, do you have the, you know, is there the two voices, one that goes, hey, I'm going to make it big and one that's like, no, you're never going to make it at right, all. Right, right, right. <laughs> so you got to find those that are going to encourage that voice that says absolutely, you can absolutely. make it. Yeah. yeah. And hence uh, finding uh, your muse, Lucy Pillar. Right. <laughs> Right. Lucy's chuckling at that right now. We don't have her mic because she's, <laughs> she's shy, but and very uh, unassuming. We are going to get her on a show, though, y'all. Um, many uh, musicians that have come on Ride the Vibe have suggested that. So uh, there may be overwhelming uh, support to do that. I want to, uh, we're not going to take a break, but I want to do, I want to give a shout out to, uh, I think, a pretty cool thing. I've just gotten, I've been made aware of it. We uh, just recently had the second annual Roswell Music Festival. Regina Barkley um, did did the music festival, which is where in 2019 at the Tappan Six, which is unfortunately no longer in, in Roswell, but that's where Lucy Pillar and I met. And that uh, was a seminal moment for me and for Ride the Vibe because Lucy has just been through her contacts and her... Uh, all right now entertainment has just been a wealth of musicians for ride the vibe. And I'm just blessed beyond measure to have met Lucy, but the second annual uh, ride, the second annual music festival was virtual for all the reasons that we know. But through that, I got introduced to a fellow named Jason Bucknell and he started radio Tucker and Radio Tucker is an independent radio station serving Tucker, Georgia and the surrounding area, but enjoyed around the world, of course, because the internet, he's, uh, he's you know, internet based. And they serve up a mix of alternative classic rock from the 60s to today. And this is what I think is really cool with a strong, and that's my emphasis, focus on Georgia homegrown music including, and this is what I think is really cool for folks like Troy and others, including independent local bands. And you can listen to um, Radio Tucker online, radiotucker.com. And then you can find them on the, the usual, you know, TuneIn app or Ask Alexia to enable Radio Tucker. Um, and then they have also are coming soon with a new Radio Tucker app that'll be free for Apple and Android devices. So they do music, local music, local weather, and local uh, radio, radiotucker.com. So check them out, y'all. 
And again, another entity supporting uh, local music and, and local independent musicians, because it's a, it's a struggle out there right now, given, uh, you know, the situation. In fact, my sister, uh, talking about Nashville, Troy, my sister sent me an article not too long ago, and it, it was titled Nashville Live Music Industry on the Brink of Calamity. Ask government for help. And in the article, uh, one of the, I think it was uh, Exit In, the band up there. Is that, did I get that right? Exit In. Place up there, yes. Yeah. Um, the owner of that said, you know, unlike, uh, for example, um, a restaurant where they can do takeout, they could pivot, right? So they could now do takeout or they can do delivery or they can do, you know, come up and we'll, we'll bring it to your car kind of thing. You can't do that with live music. You can't pivot like that. You know, the whole live music industry is geared on or was geared on lots of folks in a small space and then turnover, you know, two, three shows a, a night and, you know, doing that repeatedly for yeah. everybody to be able to make some money. So that um, has temporarily gone away and God bless. We hope it's going to come back soon enough for these musicians. And uh, in the meantime, y'all can go out and support musicians by buying their music uh, on all the usual sources and listen to it. Um, and if you're going to listen to it on like a Spotify, you got to listen to it a thousand times before someone like Troy right. will make like a penny. Right. Because that bloody uh, Daniel Ilka is taking in all the billions. But uh, really excited about a possible collaboration. We're exploring it now, Jason and I, Jason and Wahid and I with Radio Tucker, because we have a shared mission. Uh, and talk um, a little bit. <laughs> I thought this is pretty cool. It has been said of you, Troy, the long lost love child of Stevie Wonder and Garth Brooks. Oh my Lord, where'd you find that? <laughs> the last DJ likes to dig. Man, you did. <laughs> yeah. Talk about that. Uh, that's a that's high praise. Yeah, that was some bookend guy out of Chattanooga put that on uh, my uh, on the marquee one day. That yeah. was weird. Uh, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're too modest. You're yeah. humble. Yeah. Well, I would think the soul part from Stevie and the right. writing part from Stevie and then the country influence maybe with Garth would be just kind of what I'm... I never heard it myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't see yourself as the no, love no, child. No. The, the long, no. no, the long lost love child. Right, right. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome, though. I love that. Yeah, that was Well, funny. let's uh, take uh, Troy off the hook because he's clearly mm. turning red, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> The last DJs in, in, uh, embarrassed him as only I can do. Wahid, if we could, let's uh, tee up Falling Out. And this is also off a of drive. Troy's self-produced CD that was uh, geared for folks that are doing a lot of driving. So if you're a long-haul trucker or you're driving uh, just uh, to go to your gig, day job, you're stuck in Atlanta traffic, get his CD drive and, uh, listen, and listen to that as you're driving around yourself. And so we're going to tee up uh, Falling Out.
resist it the most Whoa. You shoot for love but you play it safe You can't call it love unless you fall all the way Fools rush in Having a great conversation with Troy Underwood out of Ringgold, Georgia, local boy. And uh, we're having a conversation while that song uh, Falling Out was playing about digital versus uh, actual, uh, you know, an actual CD or an actual album. Talk a little bit about your thoughts on that, Troy, as as you you kind of move forward. Uh, It's, well, it's even going from that to flash drives, you know, Uh, but... um... Oh, interesting, meaning you actually, people buy merch. They buy a flash. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, you get a, any new car now doesn't have a CD player. Yes, you have to have right, a right, flash right, drive right. or USB or something ah, like that. Ah, look at that. But the, the It's got to make it hard for a musician because you're I, I, you're on a shoestring, I've got to imagine, right. most, most you know, independent yeah. music. So you're going, oh, my gosh, now i got to put money into a hard drive. i got to mm-hmm. put money into a CD. i got to put money into a web. I mean, how do you... How do you do that? How do you balance that out? <laughs> Very carefully. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! Because we were talking, you know, our age group, my, right. or my, you know, the last DJ, uh, a little long in the tooth now, but I like a CD. That's that's my. Yeah, although of, I would do a, a stick, but a lot of folks are uh, doing albums also. Yeah. Right. So. Right. 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 So, what are your thoughts? Are you what direction do you think you're going to go with the the next project, the new project? I, I have no idea. Yeah, I'd probably. I'd I'd love to do an album. Yeah, uh, but actual vinyl. Yeah, actual vinyl. Wow. Or re-release one of my uh, earlier recordings on vinyl. On vinyl. Maybe. Well, when you do that, I got to give a shout out. And Lucy knows these cats. Ran uh, Cabas, who is the proprietor of Mojo Vinyl in Roswell. And uh, his mantra for Roswell is make Roswell weird. <laughs> hey, I like that already. <laughs> but uh, when if you go that direction, be sure to uh, you know, make uh, have Lucy give you an introduction to Rand Cabas, uh, the proprietor of Mojo Vinyl. He's all about the vinyl and uh, moving a lot of vinyl, I think, there. So well, yeah. cheers to him for that. Uh, cool. So I've, I've been asking this lately because um, it was kind of, I, I thought it was kind of an interesting question. So you're, you have a magic wand and you can uh, pick any musician dead or alive for a three piece band, bass, drums, or uh, um, guitar and guitar. And it could be one that's already been, or I mean, one, you know, a, a band that has already, you know, a cream or Z, but, or you can just piece together your own. <laughs> who would it be? Yeah. Who would it be? Who would you put um, on? Uh, on those instruments? 
basses from who? Ah, uh, John. Yeah, Ant Whistle. Whistle, yes. Yeah, and, nice choice. Uh, guitar would probably be, uh, I don't know, probably Prince. I guess he's probably oh, the master of the guitar. Interesting. Yeah. I love it. So Ant Whistle on bass, Prince yeah. on guitar. Drums. Yeah. Uh, Phil Collins. Phil Collins. So you got, <laughs> ah, I love that. <laughs> Very cool off the top of your head. I like that. It's a right. good. So the last DJ would do Henley on drums. Okay. Paul McCartney on bass. And my all-time favorite, Clapton on guitar. Because I'm figuring they all sing. <laughs> they right, all write. Right, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they could probably do some harmonies. I bet, or at least Collins. I think I'd like all. your band better than mine. No, no. I, they're, <laughs> they're all good. It's mm-hmm. all good. That's too cool. So uh, if we could, time is just flying by here, but I want to... Uh, I want to tee up, talk, uh, excuse me, taking pictures, taking pictures off family album. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if we could, uh, why he cue that one up. Great conversation with Troy Underwood out of North Georgia, Ringgold. And uh, that was taking pictures off his family album. And uh, Wahid wants to know who was uh, doing backing vocals. Oh, my Lord. I, I, I have no idea. Ah. She was, uh, I can't remember her name. Her uh, vocal instructor was the same uh, vocal instructor that Carrie Underwood used. Oh, nice. That's terrible. I can't remember. Her well, name. that's all right. Well, you can get back. <laughs> she's not a. She's she's not long. No longer singing. Oh, she uh, isn't. No. Okay. Wow. It was great. Yeah. yeah. And where was that album? Is that right self-produced there. as well? Yes. In Ringgold, Georgia. In Ringgold. Wow. 
And that was, give me the discology, was uh, Family Album first, and then... Drive was first. Drive, okay. And, and then, then Family, family album, album second. Mm-hmm. Then you've got one you're working on now. Yes. And uh, what kind of, do you have a time frame not to put put a... Well, I have Put puppet, you under the gun. Puppet I've released now. Okay. Uh, but um, it's out now as far as on CD. Yeah. Uh, but I'm hoping to re-record some of those soon. And that was self-produced as well. Yes. And I have actually a music video for the title track from that CD. It's called Puppet. Okay. If you go to my website, AppalachianMonk.com, you can uh, check that out. And they can buy So I, I couldn't find that website, but I don't know. So that, uh, AppalachianMonk.com. Uh-huh. And they can buy the CDs there as well. They can, yes. They can purchase the family album. It'll be re-released the 31st of this month. Okay. Off yes. of the website, mm-hmm. on can, your merch and your your yes. buy stuff section, and yes. they can actually give you a credit card number and uh, right, right. or however the people do it. Bitcoin, I don't even know what they do anymore. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, set it for PayPal or yeah credit card. Nice, and they can get family album. Yes, yeah, I yeah. love that. All right, so y'all go out and get AppalachianMonk.com dot com right. and uh, buy Troy's. Family album CD to support them because you all yeah, aren't going to you, gigs you. now. You're not paying money to go to <laughs> gigs. So you're freed up some coin in your pocket. Right. I love that. And that's the best way, really, I think, because that money goes to you, yes, whether it's yes, w- yes. without going through, you know, Daniel Ilk and his Spotify, Spotify machine. Right. Right. Yeah. Would encourage that one, but yeah. Yeah. Good. I love that. So that uh, taking pictures, talk a little bit about that song and. The uh, the song was inspired by uh, someone told me uh, I had the first verse of it, and someone spoke of a photographer that had passed away, uh-huh. and instead of at the funeral home, it's a horrible story, but yeah. uh, when she had passed <laughs> away, they had all these pictures. You know, normally they have pictures of the deceased, right, right, and she had not many pictures of herself, but had so many pictures of others. So during her. Um, a funeral that had pictures of others yeah. and just her, she was the one taking the pictures. Yeah. The little germ of idea of what created that song. I'll be I, think I just put it in a relationship. Kind yeah. Of, uh, so it comes from the inspiration come from anywhere. Again, mm-hmm. uh, life lessons for yeah, aspiring the, musicians. The little seed might be there and yeah. then it just blossoms awesome. from there. And then how about family album, the title and what, how did that, you well, know, is that? With Drive, I, you know, I said I recorded it to, uh, for the, have money for a car. Yeah. After I sold it. <laughs> <laughs> family album was just to uh, have the musicians in my family get together and uh, uh, play and perform and sing. So on that play. album are mo- uh, mostly, other than that, yeah. backing vocalist. Yeah, other than the backing vocals on that song is... Uh, I have my brother playing on one song, playing the drums. Yeah. Um, my mother and father and different cousins and siblings are singing I back love up that. a lot of the songs. Hence the title of Bam, the Bam, album. Yeah. I like that. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Even the last DJ can figure some stuff out once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, and are any of your, how many brothers and sisters, Troy? There's four of us. Wow. And any of them pursuing music like you are? Or? No. No, I have a little brother that plays quite a bit. He's yeah. actually a better musician than I am, but he he doesn't play out. Wow. But he doesn't play out. Mm-hmm. And you only, as a family, get together in your studio, not out necessarily, or? No, we used to have, you know, pickings and stuff like that as a family, but. Yeah, not now. When we were younger. I'll be darned. Wow. And so Puppet will be your new release. Yes. 
And when are you anticipating that? I mean, you got well, the title track out now in right, video right. that they can see um, yeah, all over the YouTube and also. There's on. a couple of tracks I have off that album that I've uh, chose to yeah. use as singles, but. Yeah. And then ultimately you'll have an album and maybe yes, even yes. actually an album album. Yes, yes. Possibly, depending on the your your muse, uh, Lucy, how she uh, guides you and directs you. Lucy's been great, and I'm so appreciative of meeting her. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Just past few weeks, it really has... Uh, picked up. Picked up, yeah. And you are going to... Be, Lucy's uh, got you set up for an open mic night tonight. At, tonight at Mad Life. At Mad Life over in um, Marietta, right? Woodstock. Or Woodstock, yeah. Woodstock. Right at 6 o'clock. I love it. Good. You guys good. can get there early. be great. Yeah. And that... Uh, got some beautiful weather, so it would yeah. be spectacular. Well, let's... Um, Let's hear Hold On, if we could. And that's, we're circling back now to drive. And uh, if we could cue up, I'll get it right. I'm only drinking sparkling water, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think if I was drinking some, what was that wine you like? Uh, muscadine. Muscadine. <laughs> if I was mm-hmm. drinking muscadine, I'd really be bollocked up, y'all. But how about a little Hold On off a of drive? CD about driving. And I just picked up, y'all, start your engines at the very beginning. So on uh, Broken Down, we got the car starting up, and now we got start your engines, so things are progressing. <laughs> so talk about uh, that song, Troy. Hold on, that was just, just another one of those songs that I had started when I wrote a song a day. Yeah. And uh always thought I wanted to be a motor- motorcyclist, you know. Ah, uh, interesting. Kind of yeah. Outlaw there, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Too short-legged for a any <laughs> hog there. <laughs> oh, that's funny because those hogs are big, right? right. Harley, you're talking yeah. about Harley hogs, right? Right. Yeah. So, yeah, 
that's crazy. So song a day, you're up there in the, you know, the Dylan, uh, Tom Petty, uh, <laughs> rarefied era with yeah. that kind of production. Well, I always thought about Mac Davis when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, it seemed that he wrote, he, on this show, wrote this song just like that. Audience members would stand up and name, have a word or two. And yeah. it appeared that he wrote the song instantly. Yeah. And so with that in mind, part of that was always in my brain. But man, that's, that's like mastery if you could do that. Yeah. And then during the symposium I spoke of earlier, I got yeah. to meet him oh, and asked the question about that because yeah. that was so strong in my life as, as a young writer. Yeah. And he said that that was not actually true. <laughs> <laughs> he said they would ask the audience to participate and then they write down those words and then present them maybe 15, 20 minutes before he ever went on air. So uh, he didn't write them instantly, but that's pretty still, close to pretty, instantly, pretty, 15 pretty minutes. Impressive yeah. though, still. Yeah. You you know uh, going back to the um, Roswell, the first Roswell Music Festival, mm -hmm. one of the cool things they did, and it was uh, Claire um, uh, Claire from the Ormwoods. I'm drawing a blank on her name right now, you know, senior moment. But uh, Claire ran a song slam at Gypsy Rose as part of the event, and it was along those same lines, Troy. Wow. So she gave the artists on Wednesday. And the event was on Saturday morning. There were 10 different artists and she gave them each a theme. Like, a, right. you know, uh, like maybe, uh, yeah, Claire Pearson. Ah, there it goes. It comes to me from Waheed. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Claire Pearson. Oh, thank you, Waheed. She, uh, so maybe, I think one of them was kind of along the lines of uh, big bottomed girls or something like that. And then mm. you had from Wednesday as the artist to Saturday to write a song and you couldn't perform it before you performed it at the song slam. And Waheed and I went and, uh, you know, then you ranked right. each of the art, you know, the audience ranked each of the artists, um, based on, on their performance. So it was really cool. That is amazing. Cool, cool exercise. And, um, Waheed, Waheed and I were very, very focused on very attentive to detail about because we're, you know, we're right. geeks like that. Right. So we're too. writing down the details about who each artist is. And in fact, uh, uh, Josh uh, Schellick uh, with The Stranger and a Friend came in to the studio uh, as a result of, of that song slam. So, and, and then Claire nice. and uh, the Ormwoods were on the show as well. So it was kind of cool. cool. But along those same lines. So um, talk about, we're talking about open mics and that sort of thing. What kind of counsel would you give uh, folks uh, I know last uh, week, uh, Ian Pendleton from High Beam said, uh, you know, his p piece of advice to aspiring musicians was do a lot of open mics. Don't yes. think you can just be in your living room playing right, and then right. you go out and do a gig and you're going to blow it away. Right, right. I would recommend that's that's a good thing to, to uh, cut your teeth on is open yeah. mics. I think everyone has to have, and some towns don't have an open mic, you know, yeah. uh, different places I've been to. It's great to express your talent and uh, you know just get, get input. Yeah, and find your people that encourage you. I guess would be the most important part to keep you going. Yeah, absolutely. So do a lot of them, and yes. you got to get. I mean, and again, kind of going back to what I picked up earlier in the conversation that muscle memory mm -hmm. of just writing. You, know, you can't just sit around and wait. Yeah. And the same thing it would seem like apply, Troy. You have to go out, put mm -hmm. yourself out there. 
Yes. You can't expect someone's going to knock on your door and go, hey, I'm from, uh, you know, whatever, Motown, or not Motown, right. but whatever the record label is. So talk um, about your experience up in Nashville. You you moved up there. I did. And uh, you got I had exposed a single, to a lot of cool writers. And, I did. I, I had a single song a contract with a publishing company involved with Tim McGraw. Wow. And uh, they had passed on it, and then the song went. To uh, with Greg Huff, a producer with uh, Diamond Rio, yeah, and then they eventually passed on it. But uh, in the meanwhile, I was writing with uh, and working with different writers up there. Um, yeah, Win Barble, which wrote a lot of songs. Uh, yeah, uh, John Sturdivant Jr., which is uh, he's Kitty Will's grandson there oh, in Madison, wow. Tennessee, and he yeah. played drums for Marty Stewart and such. Oh, my gosh. So I was writing with great writers, and I had writers, friends up there that were like, how are you able to do this? And it's like, I have no idea. How. I just, just do it. ignorance was bliss. I just presented myself, and I chased a couple of people around, you know, with my <laughs> guitar. <laughs> they said, well, I'll let you play one song. Yeah. I'll, I'll not stop you in between that. And yeah. And I'd finish that song. They say, play another one. And uh, Interesting. just by being persistent. And yeah. That's how I got listened to. Sounds like a, you know, I spent a career 40 plus years in sales marketing and this and that. And, and we would say you have to have a thick skin. Oh, yeah, for sure. You yeah. know, and it's, it's the same. I mean, if you're, what we would talk about is if you're uh, going to close three out of 10, you know, you're in the Hall of Fame as a baseball player, batting 300, right? Pretty right. much. Um, and I would guess music, the same pitch in your songs. It's, it is. You got to put a lot of stuff out there. Mm -hmm. It's uh, scary. You know, you're, you're you're putting your children out there kind of yeah. stuff that you created. And yeah. They don't dig it or want to change it or something. You have to be able to just uh, be changeable. Yeah, malleable. <laughs> Yeah, adaptable, right. flexible, right. like a Gumby. Right, right. <laughs> so um, you are you perform primarily as a soloist or you perform in a band? Primarily. It sounds like, but, but primarily yes. a soloist? Yes. I do. Talk about, because it was interesting, you know, uh, the high beams talked, asked them that question and they said, oh man, I can't even conceive of getting up on stage solo. You know, they love the comfort oh, yeah. of their their brothers. I do too. You, yeah. So you prefer oh, yeah. a band? Yeah, yeah I, I don't even like to play an instrument when I'm with the band. I like to just be able to sing and yeah. dance or whatever. Is, and is it because when you're up there solo, you're just so exposed oh, and yeah. so naked? Yeah. And you're, as you said, you've got your children exposed. <laughs> right. And, and the audience reaction, yes, you know, yes, is yes. personal. Yeah, you got to carry all that weight. Yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> Whereas with a band, you can yeah, kind of blame on the guy behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Blend in a little bit. Right. Wow. Well, you're, uh, I think I've got this right. You're doing a little work right now with another uh, musician who yes. Lucy is uh, hooked me up with and is coming on the show in, in on Dwayne Allman's birthday at, oh, his, cool. at his question in November. But it's Muddy Manium, Money Manium out of the UK. Yes. And you're doing some collaboration or yes. some work. Talk a little bit about that, Troy, as we're um, right at the at the end of the we, hour. We've got a couple. He's We're sending back and forth stuff, but he's already uh, laid tracks to uh, a song we started called wow. uh, Stranger Things Have Happened. So oh, my very gosh. Excited. He just sent me a track uh, two or three days ago of the 
drum track and the bass and guitar track. So I love very it. exciting. Does he have Simon Kirk on that uh, drum track by chance or no? Well, he just only has a uh, working oh, work, drum yeah. track. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Wow, yeah. how cool is that? Yeah, very. And that's an introduction from uh, Lucy. Yes, all because of Lucy. Yeah, yeah. For those of you that don't know, Muddy was the guitarist in Wishbone Ash. Yeah, so well, pretty, cool, pretty cool stuff. Oh yeah. So we are, uh, oh, yeah, well, that's a small world thing, thanks to the one that knows every musician on the planet. So we're just, uh, we've got one minute left here, uh, Troy. Just a parting comments, thoughts that you want to share with, uh, you know, with anybody? No, I'm just very thankful for Lucy and your time also. And if you want to check out my music and uh, what I've got going on, my website's AppalachianMonk.com. Yeah. And uh, I'll be tonight at Mad Live. Starting at six o'clock sharp right yeah. there. If you'll get there early, be great. Yeah, perfect. Well, it's been a delight. And as I say, it's not a one-off when you get to puppet out in, in right. full uh, CD album or uh, drive. Love to have you come back on uh, Ride the Vibe. Thank we are so. out of here. Thanks to Waheed. Thanks to Lucy Pillar with All Right Now Entertainment for the introduction to Troy. Just been a delight. Great music. Oh